0: Welcome to episode one of the Yana Healing Podcast, where we take you from suffering to peace. I am Dave Lewis, and I'm excited to be healing together. Remember, you can't do this alone, and this podcast is here, so you are never alone. Our first guest is Blake Schiller, my podcast partner and founder of the Yana Support Group website. Before I give Blake a chance to say hello, I want to embarrass him a little by briefly touching on all the amazing things he has done for the healing community. Besides finding Yana, Blake has been a Buddhist practitioner, a spiritual life coach, and an addiction behavioral therapist. For over 25 years, he's dedicated himself to building community and helping others find new skills to overcome challenges and to make decisions that lead to positive feelings and more fulfilling relationships. Personally, I met Blake only nine months ago, but his old soul and gentle demeanor was on full display from the first day I met him. I got blaked. I consider him a mentor, a spiritual guide, and most importantly, a dear, dear friend. What's up, my brother? How are you doing, Blake? I'm well, brother. How are you? I am doing really well, man. This is our first episode of the Yana uh, podcast. I'm so excited. We've been talking about this for a long time, and I'm so happy to have you on as uh, as, as the first guest, but I'm not paying you anything. You're not getting paid for this. No? No, definitely <laughs> <not>. <laughs> No, you're not. Um, Why not? <laughs> So, Blake, I wanted to just really touch on real quick, um, first, how I met you, because um, you, you really brought such healing to my life. And um, I don't, you don't blush, man. I've never seen you blush, right? You, you don't blush. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. They can't see it. You, you got a face for radio anyway. So um, anyway, I just want to talk to our, uh, our listeners real quick. I met Blake because I was at one of the lowest points in my life. Um, And I don't want to make this all about myself. This is more about Blake, but, um, I've been divorced twice. It was the end of a relationship. I got COVID. I was super depressed. I was really looking at some of my PTSD and my traumas and all this stuff. And somebody recommended, I, um, just go into a a program, um, that's 12 step related. And, um, I met Blake in the first meeting I went to, and, um, I knew this was the man I wanted to uh, walk the path of healing with. Um, and it's a healing journey. I'm not there yet, but I've known Blake for nine months, like I said, and it's just been an experience like no other. He's helped me so much. He's been so generous. So, Blake, first, let's talk about why you created the Giannis. First, support. first, I want to say, Dave, thank you. OK, you're welcome. You're welcome. And and you didn't pay me to say that, right? No. OK. You, <laughs> OK, my brother, I want you to talk about I know it's going to be hard to talk about yourself, but we need you to. Um. First of all, the Yana support site that uh, got launched recently—that has so many great resources. It has some of the best counselors in in, in the world. I mean, just accomplished people. They're friends of yours. Mm-hmm. They're in some of the um, they're in the fields that we want to cover, like trauma and PTSD and all these type of things. Talk about the site a little bit and uh, why you created it and what void is it filling. That's three questions. Can you handle all that?
1: Yeah, I can. Thank you. Uh, Yana is, you know, first you touch me by your share. and I really appreciate it. Yana is an online community that helps individuals uh, transform their suffering to peace. And it's about building community. And the essence of Yana, Yana in Sanskrit means vehicle. Mm -hmm. The vehicle to get you from point A to point B and we are that vehicle we're the vehicle to help people emotionally spiritually to uncover parts of themselves that they don't want to really face or they don't know how to face Uh, it's about facing their suffering or the things that are unconsciously running them around that are causing the suffering such as ptsd trauma childhood trauma addiction um, co-dependency, enabling. Uh, we also help people that deal with loss, grief, caretaking, cancer, people that have experienced traumatic experiences such as um, compounded grief. And what we do is we create an online community where each group is geared towards the subject, the subject of let's say PTSD or trauma, childhood trauma. And uh, we have facilitators who are trained in that particular area that actually have different modules that help each member. So it's about opening up, bringing community in, so healing can take place. And the community and the healing take place through the community of Yana. So it's about bringing online support. And uh, right, right now we have eighteen groups. And uh, out of these eighteen groups, um, we have facilitators to cover each group who are geared and focused on and in that field.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I, you introduced me to some of the people um, that will be teaching these 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 courses and and, mm-hmm. and um, they're just incredible amount of people that are, are are giving. Of, um, they seem like really open people, mm-hmm. um, and and they're they're your friends as well. I mean, it seems like you you Correct. you attract people. Whatever I, I I love about you is you attract people on this healing journey, and that are very open and kind and giving. And it seems like you know with your background in Buddhism, um, you know, which is talks a lot about suffering. Um, you've really attracted good people into your life. Can yes. you talk about a little more about why do you think you have this calling to help people? Well, um, first, first um, these people are selected by me. Yes. I selected the people to bring in.
1: Um, I'm the one who's doing the interviewing process, um, and these are the people that see the vision—the vision of helping others. Um, my calling to help others is that I've I've suffered. I know what suffering is like. Uh, And I still continue to suffer, but I get a lot of healing and peace by community, through community, and just realizing I'm not alone. So where people can come together and realize that they're not alone and that there is help and there is support, that's where healing takes place. So hopefully that answered your question.
0: Yes, it did, Blake. Um, look, man, this is some heavy stuff that people are, on, uh, you know, calling, you know, peeling the onion, right? I'm going to coin that phrase. Like, people are really going to, it's hard for people to pull back the curtain and look at a lot of their stuff. Yes. But it's going to come up. You can avoid it for decades, which you know me, you, you know me that I, I have been avoiding a lot of my stuff. And stuffing it, and 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 you helped me bring it to the surface, which um, I love you for and hate you for. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> it's very it's painful stuff, and it's going to come up at some point. And um, I know. Can you talk about some of your story, whatever you're willing to tell people? Sure. Uh, you know, as far as deep as you want to get, as surface as you want to get. But I know you. You're not going to keep it on the surface. But as much as you want to share how you got Uh, to
1: Yeah, definitely. And I thank you. And I I definitely relate to other people's suffering. And I have a lot of compassion and empathy because I know what it's like to suffer. Um, My suffering began when I was very, very young. And I became completely addicted to drugs and alcohol at the age of uh, really, I would say 13. And the time I was 17, I had a heart attack. And due to my drug and alcoholism abuse, and uh, <clears throat> that experience uh, definitely changed my life. It was a near-death experience. But what really changed was when I was introduced to 12-step, the, I would say the 12-step movement. Uh, I don't wanna bring in AA, but um, you know AA was a big part of my recovery. But the 12-step community opened me up. It helped me to realize that I'm not alone in any of this. And for many years, I thought I was alone. And there were times that I felt in my life that uh, no one understood me or heard me or um, that got me. I always felt like I had a a walking cloud of of doom and gloom. And when I get when I got into the programs, uh, felt like that cloud was lifted in many many ways. And I've experienced in recovery, for 35 years, I've experienced a lot of loss, a lot of of trauma, Um, but I realized there's always a way out. There's a way out and the way out is in. And when I say the way out is in, it's looking at the feelings, the thoughts that arise and acknowledging it and realizing that it's okay to process and not run where I don't have to run. It's not as scary. When I run from my suffering, I suffer. You know, when I don't run from the suffering and I can just really sit with it, I feel somewhat grounded. But I need a mentor, I need people, I need guidance to walk me through. So when I when I see your suffering and other people's suffering, I can identify with it. So usually I know what you're
0: going through. And that's key, Blake, right? Through all this is having that community that understands what you're going through and can relate. I I don't want to make this about the, um, because we we know the 12-step program is an anonymous program and all that, but you and I are willing to, you know, you can look up our names and stuff, but we want to respect other people's privacy. But the 12-step program has been so important to you in your life and you, when you know, I got introduced to um, um, some work. My, I, have, I have major codependent issues myself. Mm-hmm. Um, you're never healed, but you you're healing in in this stuff. And yeah. nobody should minimize codependency. It's one of the biggest addictions out there, um, mm-hmm. and 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 it's the most painful. You know, I can I can vouch for that. But your your approach is very solutions driven. You know, it's not about just hey, let's complain about our lives and blame it on our parents. And, and I'm trying to be funny here, but you know, everybody just blames it on their parents, their childhood. Childhood, it's great roadmaps. Mm-hmm. They are the key to, to, to some of our suffering, but you like to come up with solutions. Can you kind of talk about some of the solutions? And one of my favorite thing you do physically is put your hand over your heart and, and take care of that little child. And yes. I just wonder if you could talk about that a little bit, because it really is the signature thing you do that I love. And I know people have adopted myself included.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to put my hand on my heart and I'm going <laughs> to say, thank you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And my, and my little boy feels safe mm-hmm. and he feels heard and he feels validated and he feels acknowledged and his feelings are acknowledged and that I'm here for him and he's here for this and he's excited. Uh I mean, me so answer your question.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry? No, I mean, putting your hand over your heart is just so meaningful. I mean, it's the energy from your hand. It's over your heart. It's taking care of it. Um, I see people in meetings doing it because you do it. Um, I guess really that's my, I wanted you to talk about, you have these incredible leadership skills and I don't mean like, you know, in corporate settings, I don't, you know, I'm not Your're corporate, you're, you, the way you run your business and do all that is impressive, but I don't care. I, I care about your heart and you really take care of people's hearts and your heart. And how do people come out the other side of this?
1: Because a lot, a lot of a lot of people in recovery, a lot of the people in recovery that I've experienced in the 12-step community, they come, they bitch, they complain, they come and they bitch and complain. They come and they bitch and complain they live in a story. And the story is is really, I'm not good enough. That's the story. And the more that they ruminate in their mind that I've experienced, it just creates more suffering. They sit in the suffering, they sit in the pain. And uh, one thing that's helped me tremendously to get out of the pain is not just sharing, But journaling, journaling, prayer, meditation, self-care, doing things that I enjoy, bringing happiness and fun things in my life, and realizing there's a lot more to life than just the suffering. So when I turn to those things and I depend on those things and I turn to the things that bring me joy and happiness, that's where it creates value in my life. You know, compared to most people, they're just focusing on what's bothering them. If I focus on things that are just bothering me over and over, then I'm gonna, it's just going to take over me and I become my problem. So hopefully that answered your question.
0: Yeah, no, it definitely did, Blake. You know, you have this ability. Look, you're the guest. This is the first week we're doing this podcast, and you're the guest. So I get to flatter you. Next time, I'm not doing it. But for now, you get. Don't flatter me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not flattering. I'm going to give you accolades because it's important to me. Um, You've helped a lot of people, and you have this ability um, to make each person, because I felt it personally, make them feel like they are the only person in the world. And you're an incredible listener and I've seen it with other people, you know, I've just been a fly on the wall and see you give to other people. You touched on it earlier, but you you do this with integrity and you do make people feel like they're the only person in the room. Where do you think that came from? I mean, we touched on it before, but it's, it's a gift. And where do you think it came from? Do you think you, you weren't listened to as a kid? Were you, um, I don't want to I, I,
1: I think, I, me personally, I think that is a gift. It's a gift. It's a mm-hmm. gift from the other side. Um, when I say the other side, uh, my spirit side, my spirit guide side, uh, my soul, it's who I am. And I know what it's like to not be heard. And it's so important to be heard. So it's it gives the, each individual a feeling of... Being respected, acknowledged, it gives them a feeling of that they're not alone, and that there's somebody that hears them and
0: has their back. That's yeah. It it is a gift. It is a gift, and that's not you're not patting yourself on the back. I mean, it really is a gift. And I think you know, me working these, being in a program, I grapple with this idea of 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 god or a uh, higher power or whatever this spiritual entity is that's very important to this spiritual you know that's all the 12 step program is, is a spiritual mm-hmm. kind of program i mean you you've told me that um, talk about how you kind of arrived at what it means to you because i still grapple with it i always call myself a spiritual agnostic you know i believe in something more I am a spiritual person. I love Buddhism, but I can't commit to anything. And I still grapple with this idea of higher power. Mm. But I'm learning, man, uh, through you too, man. Uh, And kudos to you. Like I'm learning it doesn't have to be this guy with a big white beard up in the sky. That's not it. So what does it mean to you, higher power? Well, when I think of higher power, I think of we. I think of the we of the program.
1: Uh, I think of the people in my network. I, learn, I lean on them for support. They're my higher power. I turn to them when things are doom and gloom, but also I turn to them when things are good. And um, and they hold me up. They, ha- they carry me. They've carried me at the lowest point in my life. From divorce to death to cancer to multiple deaths. And uh, the gratitude is, is just so can't describe it. You can't describe it. Um, uh, very grateful for the higher power. That's my higher power. So when I think of you know higher power, higher self, higher self and higher power are two different things for me. My higher self is listening to my intuition, being able to listen to my intuition the intuitive side and my needs, my wants and and listening to that little boy, listening to that little boy inside cry when he needs to cry. And uh, matter of fact, uh, I lost a friend of mine two months ago. And today I was in the area where we grew up and I started having all these memories of him and uh, brought tears, brought tears to my eyes. And I allowed myself to cry. You know, those memories are, yeah, the memories of him, but being in touch with that side of myself and giving myself permission, that's the, you know, I would say the uh, the loving parent inside of me who's saying it's okay. It's okay. And I got that through the rooms of the
0: fellowship, all the 12-step programs. Yeah. It's interesting because I think still in society, um, even though we've evolved somewhat, although it's hard to tell these days, but finding men that can be emotional um, without the stigma has been the biggest gift of this program and getting to know you because I'm also in another support group with you that you run. It's a men's group. And I'm telling you, man, to, to meet people, other men, And it's important, you know, I mean, nothing against being in groups with women, but sometimes you just need to be with men. But it's hard to find a collection of men that can be sensitive, Mm -hmm. open and willing to show their feelings and cry and do those things, because I think it still is looked down upon a little bit in our society. Absolutely. That's another gift I think you bring to the table because you've had you had a tough upbringing. Mm -hmm. Um, You're, you know, you know taekwondo, you're a, you're a tough guy and a sensitive guy, and mm-hmm. that's what I love about it. you know it's 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 you give people a platform to be themselves, especially men, and that's hard to find. so
1: it, it is it yeah. definitely is. and but it's interesting when people are on emotional pain, when the emotional pain is right in front of them, they're ready to look, or they're ready to run.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: yeah. So if you're ready to run, you're ready to look. And that's usually where the change could take place. That's what attracts me to certain people. When I talk to certain people and I hear, and you can hear the suffering. You can hear it, you can see it. You can see it in their eyes, you can see it in their body language. And they want help. They wanna run. And I could actually teach them how to run to run a different way <laughs> yeah yeah i could teach them run right on the path <laughs> yeah you know and i'm just teaching what we what i what always taught to me but my everybody has their own in all these 12-step movements everybody has their own way of communicating practicing um i chose my practice to be this to be the spiritual practice to be the honest practice to have integrity And I choose every day, you know, when I'm, when things are good, I choose to wake up and and smile and be grateful, you know, but when things are in doom and gloom, I know where to go. I know what to do because I've been doing it for 35 years. It's like second nature to me. And if I could teach and bring that to others, I could hopefully give them a lot of hope. I could speed up their recovery journey.
0: And that's part of the program, right? Giving it's like giving it's it's service, it's giving forward, it's it's um
1: Absolutely.
0: it's literally one of the steps, you know. Um the thing that you know, I mean, Blake, I mean the whole idea of the program and support and hearing people shares, you know, big thing if people aren't familiar with the program that is is these meetings that people attend, there's shares and, and where people share their um what, what's the expression, their hope. I'm sorry. Like, what is it? Suff- um, hope, experience? I don't know. Like, experience, strength, and hope. Thank you, man. I, I, I'm not a very good student, um, but it it really helps to listen in and hear people's stories. And, um, you know, you have you have a group. You know, you you do a lot of work with the programs. But I understand you, what you taught me was you've been in, doing this for 35 years. This recovery work. I've been doing it. I mean, I've been doing it for a long time on some platform, but I've been doing it for nine months. That's mm-hmm. all I give my credit, myself credit for is to really look at myself and to really understand myself and really to feel my pain. I've done a lot of crying this year, more than I have in my entire life. But you, you taught me patience too. Like you've been doing it a certain way all these decades. Don't expect it just to change overnight. It takes time. It takes time. And, and we're very impatient people, aren't we? Most human no, beings. Very. No
1: i think everybody's impatient nobody wants to suffer nobody wants to experience especially emotional suffering and and feelings that are so overwhelming that you want to blow your head off you know i i can relate to that but yes we have to be patient and uh, most importantly is we just have to practice just not running you know when we practice not running we stop running
0: well, it's that uncomfortable, I mean, the uncomfortable feelings I know you have felt in your life and I've experienced more recently, it's excruciating. And it can be to the point of like, oh my God, this loneliness. I don't know if I'm going to make it through this night. Um, And it is reaching out to people who understand this, that has gotten me through it, especially you, you know, got me through these really tough moments of like, and you talk about, we're not even joking, blowing your head off, like moments of just feeling like, I got nothing left. I don't want to feel this pain anymore. I'm done. yeah and 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 it's scary. It's really, really scary. So for me or you or anybody else to tell somebody else that mm. understand it is so valuable, um, very valuable. It and, gives them a sense of understanding that that you that you truly
1: understand them, that you understand what they're experiencing. You know, and you know one of my favorite mentors, Thich Nhat Nahan. You know, he would say, make friends with the suffering. If you make friends with the suffering, there's no suffering. There's less suffering. And uh, it's so true. It's so true. Tender it. You know, Bring tenderness to it. Bring love to it. Know it's there, but not run from it. There's nothing to run from.
0: And you are where you're supposed to be, you know? This yeah,
1: is- when we run, we're in, we're in complete, our mind is in complete addiction. Our mind is like, I'm, I need to escape from this. Yeah. This, is, this is too much, I can't handle it. It's some of the words that we say to ourselves could actually cause more suffering. Yeah. So instead of saying, this is for the rest of my life, it's not for the rest of your life. It's for now, it's just moment. But things do pass. You know, nothing is permanent.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's why the addiction uh, industry is probably doing really well because people want to do drugs. They want to do alcohol. They want to overeat. They want to overspend. They want anything to avoid this codependent pain, right? I mean, anything. Yeah. Um, And
1: then, and then if a lot of people who are on pain, who are in pain, emotional pain, they'll take it out on their loved ones. Yeah. They'll take it out of their child, they'll take it out on the daughter, you know, their son, their, their their wife, their their mother, their father, they'll blame, they'll, you know, whatever it is. Yeah. They'll ruminate in their mind that whatever they do, it's never enough. They want more and more and more and more. Yeah. Some people just, you know, if they want to avoid their pain, they just they avoid all places and all people where they don't have to acknowledge it. And then some people turn to workaholism. Work, 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 work. I got to do, got to do, got
0: to do. And you know that from personal experience. You used to be a like workaholic. <laughs> I know what it's like. Yeah. Now you're a semi-workaholic.
1: <laughs> uh, not really workaholic.
0: I know <laughs> you're not. I know you're not. But you still have integrity and you still do. Yeah, big I have integrity I have and and... dreams.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's important Wait. to have dreams and integrity and, you know, vision and, um, I think that's what, for me, that's what keeps me alive, keeps life alive. You know, keeps the spark going in me. And bringing Yana, you know, Yana is, uh, is a vehicle. It's not just a vehicle for others, but it's a vehicle for me.
0: Yeah. Um, let's kind of wrap this up with talking about the actual website, Yana um, mm-hmm. support website. Can you just talk about, I, I mean it's no secret, like just a couple of the, of the people that will be teaching the courses. We don't want to talk about everybody. By the way, I'm doing the journaling class if anybody wants to, <laughs> uh, but just a couple of the people. I don't want to, I mean, if you want to touch on everybody, that's yeah, cool. I'll touch on that. why don't you do that? Because it's a really amazing collection of people. I only met them once, but it, like I said before, an incredible collection of people and they can, I can tell right away, they really respect you. So it, it's people need to go on this site if they want to get on a healing journey because there's absolutely. not a lot of these sites absolutely out there. you
1: know yeah. instead of just selling selling the website and selling the service and selling myself it's about selling them and what they have to offer they have to offer a lot they offer a lot um they are him hand- selected by me uh so for example i have jeff jeff Fleming. he's one of the uh The uh, facilitators, Jeff has been on this journey with me for 30. He's been on the journey for 36 years. And uh, when when I think of someone who is intuitive, who has a really good understanding of, I would say, behavior, um, but also compassion, um, he's definitely the guy. Uh, he's helped me tremendously in my journey. we We help each other, and he offers so much care and and love and and understanding. and he's helped he, he I, he's, hes must have helped thousands of people over the years. Um, and the same with with Marty. Um, Marty's another facilitator, uh, Marty Schwimmer, and uh, yeah, he's, Marty's been a very dear, dear friend of mine, uh, 35 years. Uh, Marty's been on the journey for 40 years, close to 40 years. And uh, he's another healer. Um, he's also a Reiki master, and he's also a retired principal, and <clears throat> he's a father, and uh, he's worked with people for close to 30 30 plus years now. And uh, and he he's he's just sort of got a loving heart. Um, so everybody so far that I brought to the table, but also Sonia uh, and Amy and uh, they're really incredible. Um, Amy's somewhat new at this, but she knows what suffering is. And she's motivated to help people with their suffering she offered she has many different certifications but primarily in uh, with addiction but she's also working with trauma uh, she's also working with family systems and uh, and she offers a lot of care and she knows how to read people when I say read people she could really listen to their suffering and, and guide them Guided to the other side, and uh, and same thing with Sonia. Sonia is uh, I've known her for about almost ten years now, and uh, she's a trauma. Uh, she's trauma certified, and she's when it comes to trauma certification and just her experience, you know, her personal experience. She she brings a lot to the table. And she knows what it's like. She knows what trauma is. And she knows how to bring people from point A to point B. Um, so she is solution based. Everybody so far is solution based. And Vicki is, um, you know, I know she won't appreciate me saying this, but I'm going to say she is a therapist, but she's also a coach. And she knows what it's like to deal with elderly and caretaking. And uh, she specializes in that population. But she, uh, she also is solution-based. She knows how to bring people from point A to point B. So, you know, with Yana, it's, it's not about sitting here, pitching and complaining. It's about looking, knowing, and taking action. Taking action and living your life. You know, that's, that's what these people bring to the table. It, it, it's, it's
0: just a great lineup of people, people, first of all, forget what they're going plus to
1: do. Plus you and your yeah. experience and, and your knowledge in, in writing and journaling. I mean, you could offer so much.
0: And that's, no, blessed. You.
1: And that's why yeah. I chose you.
0: Yeah, no, I'm blessed to be part of this group and be included in this group. Um, I, you know, you talk about journaling a lot. And um, so I'm really excited about people signing up for that and 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 just being able to feel what it's like, that tactile feeling of of a pen on paper or ever whatever or way you want to journal of just getting your thoughts down, getting those thoughts, getting them out, getting out of your body, you know, whatever your style is, people um, draw, you know, that could be a type of journaling. There's so many ways you can journal, but, you know, I don't want to give away my course, um, but, um, you know, my friend, this has been a pleasure. Um, this website is needed and I, I want to stop calling it a website. It's a support group that just happens to be online Yes, a set of support groups, uh, run by you. You're the founder. You, you came up with this idea and I loved it when you told me about it. Everybody has loved it. It's an important thing to, to be out there and, and have this for people because, in this day and age, man, we we need we need a lot of support, man. Right? I mean, we do we this do. world. <laughs> plus,
1: I plus I forgot one more person, Karen.
0: Okay, yeah. If we and left I, anybody out, it's because Blake doesn't have no, a
1: Karen. <laughs> if it wasn't for Karen, Yana yeah. would not be here.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: So I have to give credit to Karen.
0: Okay. Anybody else? Because your memory, not so good sometimes. I
1: know. I know. Chemo-fog. At
0: least, At least you got the (laughs) names right. At least you got the names right.
1: (laughs) I did. I did. (laughs) Karen Vitale. Karen is uh, a dear friend of mine for 25 years. uh, Wow. Karen Karen is, she is a life coach. She's a sober coach. Uh, Incredible mentor. Yeah. Very giving
0: mentors are so important and um yep. it's a, it's a word we throw around i haven't had many I don't, I don't think i've had really any i had a soccer coach that i considered a mentor he was just a spiritual buddhist guy who played soccer mm-hmm. uh, so you you can't, you're the next one i mean i consider you a mentor um and a a guide like i said earlier and look here i got to give the closing here my friend um you are our very first guest on Yana, the healing podcast. Um, moving forward, uh, myself and, and Blake will have um, other great guests on, people in the healing community. We'll have everybody on from the Yana, um, from the Yana site, uh, from the support groups, if unless they really don't want to. But we're going to make them come on.
1: They're coming. Right? They're going to come. Yeah. Plus a lot more.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, Blake has really tapped into the community and some really – Cutting edge people, innovative people. Um, So, thanks, my friend, for being the guest. Thank you, Yana. An honor. And um, like I said, unfortunately, you don't get paid for this, but trust me, we are all we're all richer for knowing you better, man. We're
1: rich just helping others.
0: Yeah. Thanks, Blake. Let's let's keep healing together. You got it, brother. See you next time, my friend. You got it. Love Love you. Thank you for listening to the Yana Healing Podcast check out our website at yana.support. That's Y-A-N-A dot support. This is where you can sign up for support groups and learn more about what it takes to get on a healing journey. You can find today's episode and all future episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, or wherever you download your favorite podcast. Until next time, for myself, Dave Lewis, Blake Schiller, and our sound engineer, Ezra Jack Lewis, we say, peace. Peace.